from the incredible imagination of Jim Henson and director Nicholas Rogue comes a fascinating new fantasy adventure. The Witches. For when a little boy accidentally stumbles into their secret world, he finds they've got a lot more power than he ever imagined. It's me, Luke. Luke. They turned me into a mouse. Oh, my. Who's the Grand High Witch? Hey, everybody. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And today on our non-canonical adventure, we continue our cruise through our summer, fall, winter, Halloween thing. We don't know when this is coming out. A family-friendly horror <laughs> Uh, this week we checked out the 1990 dark fantasy comedy horror film, The Witches, based on a book by Raoul Dahl. From 1990. I did say 1990s, The Witches. Uh, just so that you don't confuse it with the more recent release starring Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. This movie, though, the 1990 The Witches, is, well, sorry, is directed by Nicholas Rogue, produced by Jim Henson, starring Angelica Hewitt... Why am I having so much trouble? I don't know. Angelica Houston, Mai Zetterling, Rowan Atkinson, and Jason Fisher. It sure does, Randy. And it's a story about evil witches who masquerade as ordinary women, and a boy and his grandmother who must find a way to foil their plans. But I thought it was about mice. Well, that's their plan, is they're going to turn every single human child into mice because they don't like them. Okay, I'm just going to say one weird thing about this movie is they keep talking about mice, but it, there's only rats in the movie. Yeah. I don't know why they keep doing that. It's because the book says they're mice, so they're mice, J.D., even though, as you explained to me, rats are easier to train. They just never, they didn't just do control F and find all the rats, <laughs> and find all the mice and replace with rats. That's pretty much what the movie is because there's only rats in the movie. There's no mice. Nonetheless, we live in, it's a universe in which rats are actually mice and mice are actually rats. Okay, we'll go with that. So, Randy, that's the general gist of it, but what was your general impression of it? Because, Hittery, you've apparently seen this movie before. Oh, I saw this film many times when I was younger, and it was disturbing when I was younger. Not mm -hmm. as disturbing now, but I understand why kids find this movie so frightening and terrifying mm -hmm. and traumatic. In a way, only Jim Henson could really do. Yes, because it's like the same issues I have with the... That I had, I should say, with the Dark Crystal mm. and Labyrinth are here in the monstrosities of the Grand High Witch and their transformations into mice and that's slash not, rats. And that's not even necessarily the most disturbing part of the movie. Oh, are you trying <laughs> to put the, all the uh, stepping on rats? Yeah, it's a, um, pretty brutal. There's brutal blood sprawl. So they step on them. There is literally a scene where a witch comes running in in the finale, in the final act, runs and goes, No! Don't eat the soup! It's in the soup! And they go, Ugh! A child! And they stamp down on the child. All you hear is smush and then splat. And then when they cut back, they show a squashed mouse rat thing with lots of green blood all around it. Yeah. That's probably the only way they got past the censor on that one. This that movie was, is PG. Uh, that was pretty brutal. I don't know, kind of surprised. Uh, well, kind of, not exactly. The It's uh, just by like the first, uh, I want to say, well, I don't really know how long it was considering the movie is surprisingly fast, but 
The whole opening of the movie up to when the kid's parents dies feels the most rolled doll of the whole movie. Except that they even changed that from the book because in mm-hmm. the book he was in the car with them when they died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this case, um, his grandmother knows about witches, tells him about witches, and his parents go out and do, have a car accident and she ends up taking care of him. But every t- everything, time she tells him about the actual witches, it feels the most rolled doll stuff in the movie, including the stuff that happens later. But the rest of it is, well, I never saw this movie, so it was kind of a surprise because there's a lot of really weird swerves in this film I did not see coming, including, as I said, most of the movie taking place around mice slash rats. Let's put it this way. We're watching a children's movie where... The following occurs. A mouse is killed with a bloody meat cleaver, though it does cut away before much of anything can be seen. Yeah. And those are all people, by the way, because they're all turned into rats. Yeah, they're all turned. So it's a bit... uh, Into rodents. It's a bit gruesome, surprisingly gruesome. And we get to see a tip of a tail being chopped off. Yeah, the kid's tail. And it's the kid's tail. And we get to see what happened to the kid's grandmother when she was a kid when uh, she encountered the... Witches, I almost called them vampires. The witches, she lost a finger. She lost a thumb. Mm-hmm. She lost a finger, though. Never really explained exactly what happened. I think that gives you the gist of it, considering for the rest of the movie, the witches are pretty big threats. And they never stop being threats. They're just disturbing. So, yeah, this the, the parent's guide on IMDb makes me laugh because you yeah. have, like, as usual, you have, like, Sex and Nudity 6... Not, there's not a lot. They're saying there's no real nudity. There's implied stuff, things that happen, mm. yada, yada, yada. Violence and gore, that's one of the descriptions that's... they gave you was that. Six of them. Six instances that people have to... Profanity, somebody says damn. Mm-hmm. Alcohol and smoking, some adults drink. Yeah. Frightening and intense scenes. Oh, there's a lot of those. 22 of them. And just mm-hmm. to read you a couple of random ones. The film constantly portrays children in danger and witches committing horrible acts to kill these children. Oh yeah. it's It doesn't shy away from that. That's for sure. Most of the horror is contained to the first 45 minutes. No, that's a lie. That's not true. There are many disturbing <laughs> suggestions mm-hmm. and special effects with intense suspense. Yes, okay, that part I agree that's with. That's true, yeah. Um, let me go jump to something else here. Let's go to one of the spoiler ones they lift here. Mm-hmm. The Grand High Witch... Pushes a baby down the cliff. Yeah, that was... The baby fortunately gets saved by a boy, but the witches turn on him in a zombie fashion and try to kill him. Yeah, that was... This is one of the only kids that don't die in this movie. Mm. Well, to be completely fair, there weren't actually a lot of kids in the movie. A child is trapped in a painting. Yeah, uh, I want to get to that one. The Grand High Witch, played by Angelica Houston, peels off her face... To show her true image, and as a result, it reveals her extremely frightening and grotesque appearance underneath. Her eyes are a glowing light shade of purple. Her head is completely bald with sores and blisters. And she has elongated claws on each hand. That's the first real turn of the movie. Her skin is brownish and is horrifically disfigured as it looks as if it's hanging off of her bones, giving her a skeletal appearance. Mm -hmm. And her nose is extremely long and pointed. Somebody did a really good job writing that up for IMDb. Jeez. They really had a. They were really into this movie, apparently. Well, with good reason. This movie surprisingly stood this test of time. Even though, from what I understand, the the remake or the the new adaptation that was done a few years back with Anne Hathaway may be more um, faithful of an adaptation than this movie was. 
this uh, this movie is like bonkers and scary and a good type of scary for children. Mm-hmm. I would say it's probably more for a bit older children though, because wow, does this movie at times really uh, really push it in ways you don't expect. So, Randy, uh, considering I just got your uh, general gist of what you think of the movie, what would be your highlights of it? Uh, the Henson's monsters effects. Mm-hmm. It's like they really held up mm-hmm. in a way that a lot of practical effects don't. But yeah, you can very cl- like it very clearly looks like a Jim Henson production. It very clearly looks like a fairy tale, mm-hmm. and because of that, this the practical effects hold out better mm-hmm. than something like. I'm trying to think of one that that it holds out better than, but Life Force. Life Force. I was trying. To, I was trying to keep it family friendly. The dummy. <laughs> the dummy. Yes. Because there's a lot of that sort of stuff in the film, including the the talking mice that uh, aren't Muppet like. They actually look a lot like you would think a mice would. But that's they're talking. Muppet enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not entirely a Muppet. They're more like a a small animatronic mouse that mm-hmm. looks a little bit off from being a mouse. Which is kind of important considering they're not really mice. So. Except for when they cut to them uh, being rats doing the stunts and then cut back <laughs> to them being the, the puppets. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre, but yeah, it's the way it goes. Yeah, um, I like that the movie manages to keep it moving for the entire runtime in, in that there's like a major turn almost every 10 minutes or so of, new, of a new reveal or something happening. All the way up until the final climax which is insane <laughs> they really go off the rails at the end of the good yeah way. big spoiler here is he poisons all the witches with the potion they wanted to use to turn the children of the uk mm-hmm. into mice and the whole funny thing is is that it's never clearly explained why they don't like children as much except that it seems to be that they smell to them well they're just evil i think it's just I, I think that's the thing is that in fairy tales witches don't like children they're just evil. They just don't like uh, kids because of how they how the evil people are, and it you know corrupts from the inside. That's why they're covered in all those sores and everything like that. Yeah. Except for the good witch. The good witch ends up being not as scarred and disfigured as the rest of them. Yeah, but she seems to just be working for them until she quits and then goes. You know what? I was never one of them anyways. Whatever. Yeah, that's kind of the the weird part of the movie. Well, so I might as well move into that then. Um, that's my low light is that there are some things that are just kind of not really elaborated on or explained very well. They kind of just happen because they have to happen to make the story go. Yeah, there's the the whole witch at the end who turns good, I guess, but there's not really any explanation the, the, as to the why. The great witch, the grand high witch's assistant yeah. who is treated like crap throughout it, who's mm-hmm. not as disfigured as everybody else, who dresses all in white, who mm-hmm. doesn't really seem to be as in on it as everybody else. Mm-hmm quits because it's like wait this is for us no 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 you're 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 just your staff you you, you can't be uh, amongst us which is fine but it's not really explained why exactly she ends up you know becoming good specifically it just kind of happens and also there's a whole motif at the beginning of the movie involving paintings that was actually pretty interesting that never came back again it was just to show how evil the witches were that they would trap uh children uh, in paintings, and then I guess it was the, sh- the show because the kid, remember, there is a kid in a painting at the hotel we see once. Yeah. And then... And disappears for some That disappears, reason. which leads me to believe that the good witch is the last one to touch it may have released him. Maybe. 
Uh, yeah. We're not sure. And then... Maybe. Would have been better explained or yeah. described. But, and then their, their thing from, changes from, from trapping children to, mm-hmm. let's just kill them all. Let's turn them into mice and kill them. Yeah. Like I said, though, the problem is, like, that would be fine if it was, like, the first ten minutes. But that comes, like, 40 minutes into the movie when, like, the whole mouse thing pops up. So the entire movie shifts. Which, again, is part of the strength of the movie. But it's also a bit of a weakness in that I was a bit of a loss saying... Wait a minute. We were just dealing with this other issue. Now there's this there's this new thing we're doing. Oh, okay, um, fine. I guess it's just um, the strength of the movie is that it moves a lot, but also that it kind of just like drops things. It just sort of expects you to get on board with other things. Like obviously the ending was kind of tacked on where they wanted to turn the kid back into a kid again from being a mouse, which doesn't really bother me, but. It comes with the fact that it doesn't really explain, again, why the good witch became a good witch. She just became one. Yeah, literally she quit and then it's like, I guess she's a good witch now. Uh, they're not really well explained. Yeah. Uh, that would probably be my weak weak point of the movie, though. What would be your low light of The Witches from 1990? Um, I have to take nostalgia glasses off because then I would say that there are none. Uh, <laughs> with them on, there's, there's none. With them off... Uh, the, the things you were pointing out, like the little glaring mm-hmm. omissions, the little glaring um, explanation, like lack of explanation regarding things. Like when I was a kid, I never caught the fact that it's not telegraphed that she's a good witch. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It's this like- is me reading into it, like trying to come up with a reason for it now as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that could have been laid the groundwork Mm-hmm. for things a little bit better regarding that and the happy ending at the end, which which had, the author Raoul Dahl did not like. You could have had some like scenes early in the movie where she's like a bit too nice to somebody or something and she's getting scolded for being it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like you could like have had that. that. It's like it, it, if my interpretation of the scene with her touching the child in the painting and him disappearing afterward was her releasing its spirit, maybe we could have seen a kid running away from off the side of the screen dressed in old-timey clothes without us yeah, afterwards. And just, like just to show that, okay, mm-hmm. she, she seems to be good. Like, maybe in the scene when everybody takes off all their wigs and their masks and become these horrible, monstrous figures, if she was just bald and looked exactly the same with no no sores and no no scars and nothing, mm-hmm. and maybe her maybe she presented differently than the other witches, no, she, she still had, like, like, some of the scarring on her head. Or, like, when the head witch was, uh, like... Killing some of the witches, he said, maybe that's a bit too much, you know? Yeah, like exactly. It's so, like... Just a little bit. Something to telegraph that, yeah, you know what, she's not an evil witch. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. It's not like If it's... anything, she's a morally gray witch who's mm. just being peer pressured into following because there are no other... Something uh, like that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And the thing is, like, it's, it's not like a, a glaring thing that makes me hate the movie or anything. It's just something like, I want to get on board with this and I wish you would have done this to help me get on board with it a lot easier. That sort of thing. Because overall, um, there's not a whole lot wrong with the movie. It works for what it's trying to do. I can see why Roald Dahl wasn't a big fan of it. It does have a lot of um, tropes from the time period. I don't think he would have liked a whole lot. Yeah, let me read that quote just because it's like, uh, that's how we were watching the film like and trying to figure out exactly what he found objectionable. Mm-hmm. So Roald Dahl, after a test screening, angrily expressed to producers how, quote-unquote, appalled he was at the vulgarity, the bad taste, and actual terror in certain parts of the film. Mm-hmm. And, and that caused him to want his name taken off the film and mm-hmm. this and that, until Jim Henson sent him a nice letter that was conciliatory and complimentary, and then Roald Dahl kind of mm-hmm. lessened. Um, 
and and we could yeah. we kind of figure some of what the vulgarity is because the transformation is expressed as them passing gas, be it by burping or farting. Yeah, that's a bit, um, a bit much. I think uh, it, it's it's really not in good taste. There's lots of trying to stomp and kill these mice. Oh yeah, uh, including like the big splatter that, that one, we had. Yeah, that one was was really out of nowhere. It took me by surprise. But this is the man that's complaining about it when. Mm-hmm. Raul Dahl hated the happy ending in which a sorceress appears to transform the mouse back to a boy. In the ending of Dahl's novel, the boy is still a mouse with he and his grandmother making a plan to bring down the witches. Yeah. So right before the happy ending catches, it kicks in. Yeah, it's like, a, that's fine. I can understand that. And the ending would have worked just fine too. But uh, obviously they wanted to change it, so they added the whole good witch thing, which is fine. Uh, it's, a, it's an adaption. You can change things around a little bit. Uh, and doesn't really change the whole fact that they're still doing what they're going to do, so whatever. Um, like I said, my, my more issue is the stuff that they changed, they didn't really add enough to the changes to connect it enough. Like, to, to give some more, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm, I'm reading this straight off of IMDb, mm-hmm. because they have it kind of said here. Um, the dark tone of the novel was significantly mellowed in order to make the film more appealing for younger audiences. Mm-hmm. That was mellowed? Um, I don't know about that. And then, and then it goes on to say some of the differences. What what was mellowed from the movie to the book? From the book to the movie. Mm-hmm. In the book, the grandmother is much brisker. Okay, Luke is in the car with his parents at the time of the accident, which doesn't really. Bruno Jenkins is an obnoxious and pampered boy who Luke does not like at all. Well, that's about the only. Thing and it is implied his uh, snob father has him drowned in a water bucket by the hotel's janitor after being returned to them. Uh, the Grand High Witch's plan includes having teachers and parents kill their own children in mouse form. And most notably, Luke does not recover his human form, which ultimately means he has very few years of his life left. Hmm. Dahl was so infuriated that he would not allow another adaptation while he was alive. Uh, which wasn't much longer. Yeah, he died in November of the year, so he died not even within a year of the release. Uh, mm. And that, and he left stipulations in his will how close of an adaptation they have to be after... Well, probably, for, uh, or they're for them to be, to be. So that explains some things like, in most Tilda. recently, Steven Spielberg's um, BFG, which wasn't, which was a lot more uh, faithful of an adaptation, but wasn't that great. I think it probably explains like Matilda, which came along a couple of years later, and that one was really popular, and that one feel felt a lot like a, a Roald Dahl book without having like any really grotesque stuff. Added and the to actual it. actual ending part that that they were talking about there with the lifetime mm-hmm. is that Luke learns. Well, in the movie, he goes, "Do do do mice live long?" And she goes, "Oh no, we'll find that out together." Mm-hmm. In the book, Luke learns that mice can probably live only about another nine years, mm-hmm. and decides that in the end, himself and Grandma will die together. So that is a lot darker than the movie we got. <laughs> It doesn't really matter though when, like I said, it's an adaption, so it doesn't. That stuff doesn't bother me. It's when the stuff you add in an adaption isn't that congruent with what you're doing. That's the only sort of thing that uh, that gets to me. And in this case, like I said, the, the not being one to one with the source material is fine. The Warriors is one to one with the source material, but it's still better than the book. Yeah. So uh, as it is, just as a standalone thing, because I haven't read that particular Roald Dahl book, it's. It's a good watch. Oh, I, I have read, read that book because as I'm reading these things, I am remembering them. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, right, because I've read all of his books. Mm-hmm. I never read this one, so I can't really go on that. Uh, but as a movie, it works. It does exactly what it wants to do. And um, it's very surprising. And it's very scary for what it was. Yeah, especially for younger audiences. I'm not so sure young, really young audiences would uh, 
be able to get into this one. Yeah, on a on a scale of one to ten, I'm going to be giving this a five a five scary. Like we're we're starting to move into oh, actual uh, scary stuff now. Of the um, ones we watched so far, this is definitely the one that's has the most uh, legit scares. I'd say. Yeah, especially for children. Mm-hmm. Definitely for kids. So, with that said, JD, how would you rate this movie? Uh, let me see. Well, um, I watched a lot of uh, Jim Henson movies back in the day, and somehow I never actually watched this one. I don't really know why or how. Because it, you didn't really know that it was a Jim Henson film. It didn't really tell you in like the first like 40 minutes. There's no real hint of Jim Henson in it until the transformation happens. And, oh, okay. Until now she takes it. off, the, until the mask comes fully off. Yeah, now I get it. Okay. Uh, yeah, because she looks like a Skeksis. <laughs> like, um, Jim Henson's stuff uh, for the time period is usually... Very family-friendly, but also has a tendency of being a bit uh, dark and out there, like Labyrinth or Dark Crystal, you know, has a little bit of that. It reminds me of that, but it's not as fantastical as either. If you're having trouble figuring out if you're going to give it a 4 or a 5, let me take my nostalgia glasses off, Mm -hmm. and I will tell you my rating for it as of today. Uh-huh. It's a five out of five. It's a, a great movie. I recommend it probably more than the uh, remake, even though like or the readaptation, even though I haven't seen it. Could be good, could be not. But this is a not much talked about film, hmm. but it is a great film. It's well deserved. It's uh, cult classic. Um, it's a good watch. Label that has yeah, it's a good watch. It's something that could still be watched with children today, and mm-hmm. they would probably still be just as terrified as I was as a kid, while it not being overly scary. Mm. Um, so I'm assuming that with that said, you're probably still going to give it a four. Yeah, I'll probably give it a four. It's, it's it's good and it's really good too. I enjoyed it, but it's the first time I've ever saw it, so I probably need to be something I'd have to digest a bit longer to really. Uh, Think about on a deeper level. Like, for instance, I, as an example, a comparison, I would give Labyrinth a 5. I really like Labyrinth a lot. Yeah, I would give Labyrinth a 5 too. And uh, this isn't really like that, but there's enough Jim Henson-style magic in it that he used to Happy de- Happy Town Detectives or whatever that was called, I'd give it 0. That is something that has none of it. But this is a, a reminder of like that sort of era, and that was one of the last things he did before he died, too. So at the same time, it was nice to see something from him that I hadn't seen before. It's like, I'm a huge fan of Jim Henson. Um, hmm. My favorite, one of my favorite movies, I'm not going to say my favorite movie because it's hard to say what your actual favorite movie, but one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies is The Muppet Movie. Mm-hmm. That's a movie I can watch forever. Mm-hmm. I can sing along, I can quote all the words. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I do have a... An affinity towards Jim Henson stuff, so that may be pushing this up to that five. Oh, it's a good, it's um, good, it's good overall. But it's also important to note, and it makes me mm-hmm. tear up just thinking about this right now, is that within the this movie was released within a week of him passing away. He didn't get to see it released. Mm-hmm. He did get to see it in the February prior to it, so he did get to see the, the completed version of it, and he mm-hmm. was a, he was allegedly very happy with it. Yeah. But he never got to see what people's reactions were to the film. Yes, but yeah. Overall, though. It's a uh, shame it's not more well-known, but I can also at the same time see why a lot of people would not want to show this to younger kids that they have. Because it is a bit, uh, it's a bit intense at times. Probably, I guess, for more older kids. But overall, it's definitely worth seeing and worth seeking out, especially if you haven't seen this one before. Definitely I recommend, and I'm glad we got to watch this one. Yes. All right, that's it for this one, everybody. Next week we'll return with another... F- Summer, winter, fall, whatever it is, whatever it was called, this family-friendly horror kick yeah. we've been doing. Yeah, 
And that's all we've got for you today, everybody. So we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise with this weird non-canon catalog. Goodbye. Goodbye. He finds they've got a lot more power Bring it to me. than he ever imagined. <laughs> Grandma, it's me, Luke. Luke. They turned me into a mouse. Oh, my. Who's the Grand High Witch? Join Luke on his remarkable journey. Bye. Now, the witches are on his tail. Whoa. And he must scurry around their evil plots. Oh. Squeak past every danger. <gasps> Finally setting the trap whoa. Whoa. that will save the world from the witches. You are in for a treat. You must stop them. <laughs>